0: in air. The fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem... Welcome to be The Voices in My Head. Bro- the intro and outro music is West and Don't Coast by your the your High eyes, Council. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Welcome back. Back with an update on Alec Baldwin and his charges. It seems that his charges have been dropped for now. I am on abcnews.go.com This article is dated April 21st, 2023. The headline is, Charges Dropped Against Alec Baldwin in Fatal Onset Rust Shooting. Baldwin was charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. The article starts off with, Charges against Alec Baldwin have been dropped in the fatal onset rust shooting, according to sources familiar with the matter. Newly appointed special prosecutor in the case confirmed charges have been dropped against the actor, though noting their investigation remains, quote, active and ongoing, which I'm assuming may come back up. They they may decide to recharge him. Baldwin-65 had been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter after fatally shooting cinematographer Helena Hutchins, 42, on the New Mexico set of The Western in October 2021. The actor was practicing a cross draw when the gun fired, striking the cinematographer and director Joel Souza, who suffered a non-life-threatening injury. Quote, we are pleased with the decision to dismiss the case against Alec Baldwin and we encourage a proper investigation into the facts and circumstances of the tragic accident. Luke Nickus and Alec Spiro, the attorneys for Baldwin, said in a statement, The Santa Fe District Attorney's Office declined to comment. Baldwin's next court appearance in the case had been set for May 3rd. Baldwin already waived his right to appear at the preliminary hearing. He had pleaded not guilty to the charges in a court filing. The film's armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed had also been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter over Hutchins' death. Guided enhancement charges found in the case against Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed were dropped in late February. This is uh, a key, and I, I think may show the strength of the case. Gutierrez reads, attorneys confirmed Thursday that her current charges were unchanged, saying in a statement that they fully expected at the end of the process that Hannah will be also be exonerated. The truth about what happened will come out, and the question that we have long sought answers for will be answered, her attorneys Jason Balls and Todd Bolian, said in the statement. Now, in my opinion, I think she's going to have a tougher time because it was her job. She she was the first line of defense to protect those guns, to make sure those guns were secure, safe, working order, and actually had blanks in them and not real bullets. And based on the charging document, which I actually worked through, I did, uh, did several episodes working through those documents, reading through them, giving them my opinion. One of the statements was that she, during that day, the gun was left on a cart during the lunch break, unsupervised, and earlier that morning, that people on the set was using the gun with live ammo shooting tin cans. My thinking was that someone was using the gun for the same purpose during the lunch break. It did not take out all the bullets, put it back on the cart, and she did not check to make sure that it only contained blanks and handed Baldwin a loaded gun. So I, I think her, she may have a tougher time. Now I'm on another article. This is on Deadline.com. Article date is April 20th, 2023. Headline is Alec Baldwin not absolved in fatal rush shooting despite plan dropping the charges, prosecutors say. Update. So I think the, the they're dropping the charges and saying, nope, we don't think he's guilty. It's just saying we're not ready to go to trial because once the trial starts and they drop charges, A mistrial is declared, they can never come back and charge him over again. I think if they drop it now, they still can recharge him in the future. And once again, I'm not an attorney. That's just my understanding. This starts off pretty much with the same information. Despite a heavy day of news about special prosecutors in New Mexico planning to drop criminal charges against Alex Baldwin for his role in the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of Rust in 2021, the actor and producer may still face charges. The special prosecutor, Carrie Morrissey and Jason Lewis, released a statement late Thursday regarding the decision to drop his charges, saying they may be refiled after, quote, further investigation. And here's a quote from their statement over the last few days. And in, in preparation for the May 3rd, 2023 preliminary hearing, new facts were revealed that demanded further investigation and forensic analysis in the case against Alexander Alec. Ray Baldwin III. Consequently, we cannot proceed under the current time constraints and on the facts and evidence turned over by law enforcement in the existing form. We therefore will be dismissing the involuntary manslaughter charges against Mr. Baldwin to conduct further investigation. This decision does not absolve Mr. Baldwin for criminal culpability and charges may be refiled. Our follow-up investigation will remain active and ongoing. I want to jump over to IndependentCo.UK. This article is dated April 22nd, 2023. The headline is, Insiders Reveal Why Alec Baldwin Charges in Rush Shooting Were Dropped. And I'm going to skip over some of it because it just rehashes the whole case. But I want to get to what are some of the reasons or the rumors on why the case is being dropped at this point. Here's a quote from the prosecutors. We cannot proceed under the current time constraints and on facts and evidence turned over to by law enforcement in in its existing form. Now, one of the things is they're understaffed. They've been complaining about that. They don't have enough staff to continue to run the prosecution as fast as it needs to be. And obviously, Alec Baldwin's attorneys know this, and they're demanding a speedy trial. Back to their statement, new facts were revealed that demanded further investigation and forensic analysis. So here's the part that I really want to get into. The prop gun Mr. Baldwin was holding when it discharged a fatal shot at Russ Cinematographer Helena Hutchins in 2021 was allegedly found to be mechanically improper. ABC News reported, citing unnamed sources. Now, if you remember when I was going through the charging document or the probable cause statement, I forget which one exactly it was called, they had the FBI forensics teams working with that gun and they were saying no everything was perfect in order to fire this old style gun you had to cock the hammer back usually with your thumb all the way back and you could cock it back a quarter or a half or a full way and then pull the trigger if you only cocked it a quarter way try to pull the trigger nothing would happen halfway nothing would happen you had to do it all the full way and they said they even mashed it with a mallet to force it to fire and they couldn't but now they're saying a new investigation found that it was mis that it was mechanically improper. Back to the article, investigators conducted analysis of the gun and found out there were worn joints and the trigger control was not functioning properly. This led prosecutors to conclude that the gun could fire without pressure on the trigger undermining the original argument that the gun could not have fired unless Mr. Baldwin pulled the trigger. And that was in that charging document. They kept on saying that over and over again. There was no way that gun could have fired unless Mr. Baldwin pulled the trigger. Now they're saying investigators have found different. Now here, here's the, the I'm questioning is who are these investigators? I'm assuming this is Baldwin's legal team. They hired firearm experts, investigators forensic people to review the gun, and they are going to be able to challenge the fact that the the gun could have gone off by itself. Now, I still think they have a case, even if they drop that part, all the negligent things that Alec did as the producer, which was in the charging document, but the key part was he pulled the trigger. That was the crux of their case. And if they don't if they fail at that, now the jury may start saying, Well, we're we're gonna question everything else you're saying. So now I think they're rethinking their case, saying, can what type of case can we build saying, yes, we'll admit or at least concede that the shooting was accidental. The fact that there was live rounds in there is his fault. The the fact that he was not following appropriate safety protocols based on standard practices is his fault as the producer and that he failed as the producer. And he his job as producer is to make sure safety briefings are, ta- are occurring, safety training is occurring, that they hired an adequate and experienced armorer. That all falls on him. So now they have to change their whole case, even though they still have very strong evidence for that. Once again, that is just my opinion. I, I am not a... An attorney, ju- just what I'm thinking. Now, this goes shows something I've been saying that, was, that we have two different legal systems. We have a legal system for those people that have money, now, not rich, rich like Alec Baldwin or uh, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, that type of rich, but people that are able to hire private attorneys pay for their own investigators to challenge the forensic investigators that the government has that's on the government dime and government payroll. That's one legal system. And then you have everybody else that has to rely on the court appointed attorneys, the public defenders who are overworked and their job mainly is to plead out a best case for you. They, they don't have the time and energy to go to trial. And if they do go to trial, they don't have the money to bring in these type of investigators to challenge that, that the weapon was faulty to begin with. We have two different legal systems. You, you get arrested for a shooting. And I've talked about this with the guy in Kansas City and the guy up in New York. You're going to drop anywhere between 20 to $50,000 retainer depending on how good of an attorney. If you're hiring one of the better attorneys, it's going to be up to 50,000. And I'm sure with Baldwin, he probably had to lay out even higher, $100,000 retainer. And they then use that to go find these investigators that can now challenge the FBI investigators and may even have a better resume than the FBI investigators now. Because everybody just thinks, Hey, the FBI knows what they're talking about, but the guys that actually did the test may have been on the force for five years and have only worked with handguns for seven years. And the experts Baldwin brings in, you know, former military 30, 40 years firearms experts, and they they're one of their top in their career. Everybody respects. They've written books on how to do these type of forensics. That's what money buys you. So we have two different types of legal systems in America. Those that have money, those who do not. We saw that with O.J. O.J. hired the, the dream team and he got off. And many, many people think that he did it. Now, personally, I would like to see him charged. At the same time, Mr. Baldwin is innocent until proven guilty And the prosecutor is saying, we are not prepared, argue that he is not guilty. We're not ready to bring to trial a case to change the presumed innocent of Mr. Baldwin. Mr. Baldwin is innocent. He has always been innocent. And he is still innocent until the prosecution is able to convince a jury of 12 or a judge, if he has a bench trial, that he is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And at this point, the prosecutor is having a tough time with that. Now, there is the case of the civil lawsuit. Now, the the civil lawsuit is now in jeopardy because with a civil lawsuit, Alec Baldwin has to testify. He cannot plead the fifth. He can, in the criminal case, he, he can say, I'm not testifying, I'm pleading the fifth. In a civil case, you cannot do that unless, there's one exception, is if there's a potential pending criminal case, then judges will allow the defendant to not testify because whatever he testifies in the civil case can now be used against him in the criminal case. This is what happened with Bill Cosby. He was let out of jail after being found guilty because of that exact technicality. He had His attorney had struck a deal with the prosecutor in Pennsylvania that they were not going to go after him criminally because they realized they had a tough case the da realized that after so many years it was going to be hard to find bill cosby guilty of a crime at the same time the some young ladies wanted to sue him civilly and they could not get him to testify. They could not depose him because of the pending criminal case. So the DA had an agreement with his attorneys saying, all right, we will not go after him criminally. So now he has to testify in this civil case. Well, in Pennsylvania, the DA that made that case was lost his uh, reelection bid. A new DA came in and said, I don't care what that DA said. I am now going to charge him. And a lot of the testimony was his testimony from the deposition from the civil case, which was used to find him guilty. And a judge later came out and said, no, that is improper. There was a deal made with the DA's office. It did not matter who the DA was and it didn't matter that a new DA came in to the office. It was the DA's office had an agreement with Bill Cosby and with his attorneys to not see criminal if he testified. And he did that. And then a new DA decided to renege on that and then went after him. That's why the uh, Bill Cosby was let out of jail and the case was thrown out. There may be a possibility of here that if the DA in New Mexico realizes, hey, I don't have a strong enough case against Alex, so we're going to agree not to prosecute. So now the family of Helena Hutchin can go after him in a civil case. Once again, just thinking through, not an attorney. I just see what happens in other cases and you see a similar situation or a parallel circumstances and you just have to wonder maybe that's what's going to happen or they may try to rebuild a whole new case and not even bring up that he pulled the trigger whether it was an accidental firing they're going to focus on all the other negligent negligent things he had done and it may be a different charge that they have to bring against him. It may be a lower charge. The the involuntary manslaughter was because he was doing something reckless by pulling the trigger, pointing at somebody. So now they may have to drop that and they may have to go for a lower homicide charge against him. We will see. Very fascinating. I thought we were going to get some trial and I wanted to follow this and we're not going to have it. However, guys, this is way our legal system works. It is working the way it is supposed to be. Mr. Baldwin is innocent, even though I think he made so many mistakes and I think he needs to be brought in for a trial, but he is presumed innocent. And is he still innocent? Because the DA is not going to bring a case at this time to try to change that default position of innocence to a position of guilty. So we'll see what happens down the road. Anything new comes up, I will definitely bring it back. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stop stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.